Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Happy Sunday, everybody. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart, along with Long Island Rage George Kurtz. But we're feeling pretty good today. It's Sunday Fantasy Weekend Update here on the station. Next week, too, on Saturday, going to noon. For all you betters out there, get your baseball picks a little bit early. And i got to give George a lot of credit off the top. As my buddy Gabe says, we can't live in the past. But sometimes we have to talk about the past. Great, great selection last night. If people listen to the show and follow us uh, with the Baltimore Orioles, it takes a lot of kahunas to walk up to the window and say, I'd like to bet the Baltimore Orioles. But uh, Kurtz did, and I followed his lead. Great pick, Kurtz. Excellent analysis with the injuries of Houston, and uh, we cashed. And that's the beautiful thing about those plus 210 dogs. You get paid mightily. Yeah, that worked out well. Listen, it's uh, sort of a perfect storm there with uh, all the injuries the Astros have, the price still being high. They we're still paying for it as if those guys are, uh, are playing. They're not. No Springer, no Altuve, no Correa. This is not the same Astros team right now. Plus, they have a, what, an eight-and-a-half, nine-game lead. I mean, the, you can't tell me the adrenaline's still there for that team. I think they're going to be some games where you can pick against the Astros until they get healthy, you know, where you can pick against them. Cause they, they, let's, hey, let's face it, Cam. The Astros don't have another important game until October. That's the thing, and and I, I'll tell you this, uh, betting on sports, that's a dangerous situation because sometimes teams can't, George, it's not one of those things where you can just turn it on again. Think about football. We like the team that's hot, that wild card team that kind of slips in and you get that win and you got a little bit of mojo, you know, and it happens in a lot of sports. You want to be hockey. Let's take a look at the St. Louis Blues in hockey. They went on that tootsie roll in the second half of the season. Now they're one game away from winning the Stanley Cup final. Sometimes when you're playing at an elite level, you need to get, like, you know, you need to get, take a couple punches. You need to fend off a couple punches and, and, and take again. When you're playing useless games against the Seattle Mariners, that's not good for business. No, because you sort of get into that malaise. You're not used to yep. playing better teams, good teams. I think this is going to be a problem in the American League all year long. There's really only four or five good teams. I mean, that's just the way it is. And we knew that going in. This is, this is not a shock. We knew it was Houston. We knew the Yankees were going to be good. Boston, we expect to be better. Uh, Tampa Bay, we thought we'd be good, too. We thought Cleveland would be better. And then maybe they're playing a little bit better now, winning, I think, oh, four of their last five games. Uh, that's really it. Who else did we expect to be a good team? I mean, really, Oakland? Okay, they're disappointing. But, you know, that, that's not all that shocking, either. They sort of did it with Mirrors last year. So I think in the American League, this is not a surprise that we have, so, we have a couple of good teams and so many bad teams. Yeah, uh, and the a- National League is better. It's more it, competitive than the National League, but it's it similar is. there, too. Yeah, it's it is, and and that's that's the thing about baseball in comparison to to any other sports. George, just the length of it. Usually, we don't see in football unless you're absolutely brutal, like the old Cleveland Browns, a team you know that's out of it already. But in baseball, we're done. Like we could look at teams and go, "You're done. You're done. You're done." Oh, oh, yep. Yeah, you know, twenty games back. See ya. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that and that's the problem. I wish there was another way to do it, but we can't. Like you know what I mean? We can't. I don't know what you do, George. You're a smart guy. You got a lot of uh, ideas for everything, but uh, the half nots as we talked about before on the show are really really bad like i've really noticed baseball used to be one of those sports you know it doesn't matter how bad you are you're going to win 65 67 games it's not like that anymore there's going to be teams that are winning less and they're horrible night after night after night they just suck that's because more and more teams are starting to realize that it makes no sense to win 70 72 75 games you're either better off being a 90 win team where you can fight for a playoff yep. spot yep. or being a, or being a 50 win team where you get that number 1 pick now, you know my thoughts on this. I would go uh, with the strategy that I've used in my fantasy leagues, the leagues I commission in, where uh, generally in those leagues, top three teams make the money. Well, those teams pick last next year. 
We determine our draft order by uh, finish. So, you know, once again, if you finish first, you're picking 12th. Second, you're picking 11th. Third, you're picking 10th. You won money, that's where you're picking. I don't automatically give the team that finished last the first round, the first overall pick because they're tanking anyway. As soon as we're in, uh, whatever, August, they're, they're done. They know they're done. They're not making any moves. Maybe even early, maybe June, July. They're not making any moves. They know they're done. They want the number one pick. They want Mike Trout. So they start tanking. No, I don't want that. I decide to give the team that finished fourth one spot out of the money. That team probably got screwed. They probably tried their best, you know, made all the moves they had to make, yep. made their trades, but they didn't work out for them. Well, you tried so hard, you get the first overall pick. The team that finished fifth, two spots out of the money, you get the second overall pick, and so on and so on. And I think baseball, you can make it obvious that not just baseball, maybe a lot of these sports are going to have to go to some kind of similar system unless you want to do the weighted lottery. You know, like they, like they do in hockey, they do, and I think they do in basketball as well, where, you know, you, you get a certain amount of percentage. You know, the Buffalo Sabres get a 20% chance of getting yeah. the first overall pick. You know, the Ottawa Senators like that, da-da-da-da, and you do it with the ping-pong balls. But I kind of like it better where let the performance on the field determine it. Let the teams that tried I- hard but missed. <clears throat> That's a that's a great point, George. And I think uh, you know I don't agree with Scott Boris all the time. But remember, <clears throat> when I was doing those updates, I think you you were a guest on the show. Actually, you're not. You were in Florida with the family. But that story broke during the MLB draft when they drafted the kid from Oregon State. About Boris came out and said, "Listen, we can't have this anymore." Like you know what I mean? The, the tanking and stuff. He basically said kind of what you were saying. But he said, "Okay, if you're a last place team, you have to fit a minimum. Like there has to be a certain amount of games you win, or you'll slip." type of thing. I guess it's kind of similar to what you're saying. He's basically basically saying the exact same thing. Like, we can't uh, reward a, you know, a team that wins 58 games and just keep on doing this time after time after time because it's going to happen where they're going to they're, they're stock load those picks. I, I like where you're going with that because it makes total sense. Yeah, those teams in the middle kind of get kind of get hosed. Baseball's a, it's a great game, but they got to figure out because it's the longest season, too. The other leagues aren't perfect, but at least they're working towards something that is better. Baseball hasn't done anything. Well, you know baseball, Kim. Baseball is stuck in their past. Yeah, they, they don't sure want to change are. anything. You know, it, yeah, it's, you it's idiotic. The, the game needs to be changed. You, you have know, to. I used to, I used to meet I mean, my bookie uh, at a Burger King with an envelope. Now we do it online. Like, the times evolve. Like, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Just because uh, it's apple pie cooling on the windowsill, George, it doesn't mean that. No, baseball's great. We have a lot of great memories, but you have to as the world's evolving, you have to evolve too. Obviously the system's not working and you talk about it all the time. You're a big fan. You're in a million leagues. This is, this is something that needs younger generations like horse racing. Like you have to do something different to get the new fan involved. You have to, or else it's going to get worse. Or else it dies. The game dies. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you look at an old business. You need you need to get the younger the younger fans, the new fans. You need them getting involved in the game. You hear it all the time, Cam. I mean, you and I are in our forties. Uh, I don't hear many younger kids talking about baseball. You know, they they no. don't. No, they it's, don't. It's not like we were kids. They have so kids many playing other basketball. options to do. Kids are playing basketball. Like in my neighborhood, I'm just saying, I'm kind of, I'm middle class, but a little bit more down the road. It's a it's a poorer neighborhood for me, and I see them all the time. I see them playing basketball, and I see them playing soccer. What's the common denomination? Cheap. You get a ball, you go out and play baseball. It's de- decent, though. You got a glove, but you know what I mean? It's one of those sports. Yeah, I don't see kids. It's funny. The only guys I see at the Diamond now, George, are the beer league guys getting wasted, you know, <laughs> a day after work. That's just with their, with their buddies after a nine-to-five they go in there, crush some. They, they crush more beers than softballs. <laughs> That's what they do. They're, they're, yeah. It's more. It's more of a glorified drinking night rather than going to a bar. We'll just slap around the ball a bit. I don't see kids little league games, and we have a beautiful diamond where I am. It's like professional, like a very very nice diamond. I never see kids games anymore. It's like the league's dead. Yeah, I do see kids games. Uh, my yeah. daughter plays soccer, so I do see them on the field. But you know, you don't see them playing outside of that. Yeah, you know, for fun. Yeah, you don't see that. And we all know uh, watching baseball, unless you're a true fan, yeah, it can be a bit, a bit boring. So if that's not going to attract kids. It's just not. And not, in the, not in today's age because they're going to play their video games. They're going to play on their, you know, their Twitter and their Snapchat and the Instagram and everything else they can do. That's what they're going to do. So it's, uh, it's tough at baseball. I get it. But you do need to change with the times. You, know, you stop playing to the old, uh, the old man baseball stuff from you know the 1940s, 50s, and beyond. That uh, the game was great back then, loved it back then, but the game needs to evolve. You know, it needs to change. I, I don't know if it really needs radical changes, no. but they do need to make changes to make the game better and make the game make. What more would you do, George? Sense. What was the first thing you'd do? If, like, I, I, if I was there and you know I, I made uh, Commissioner Kurtz, you come in there, attention. Like, what's one thing that you'd do? I guess if you were in charge, first off, if there's something that you could put put your uh, hand on right away and go, this is this is what I'm starting with. 
Uh, I, I don't know if it'll be the first thing, but I'm getting rid of the uh, I don't want the pitcher hitting anymore. I think that's yeah. idiotic. Once again, you want you want more action in the game. Let's get rid of the pitcher who's going to take three strikes. And, you know, I Walk understand away. some pitchers can hit. And it's a big it's yeah. a big thing when the pitcher hits a home run. I get it. But what about the other 99 that outs that there were? Where well, it wasn't even close. It's no fun. Plus, these pitchers get hurt running the bases. It's not what they do. I'm getting rid of that. Uh I, just, I, I think it's – you know how I feel about leagues having different rules. I think it's yeah. idiotic that the National League has one yeah. rule. And the you don't have NFC rule. and AFC different rules, right? <laughs> right. It's just stupid. Me? <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, when you play in the when you play the Boston Bruins, we're only gonna have four skaters today. I mean, it's just idiotic, you know. Or the net's gonna be seven feet long. I mean, it's just stupid, really. To me, it's just it's it's idiotic. I get rid of that. Uh, I hate the home plate umpire. I want to go with a uh, Quest Tech or something like that. Yep. Uh, I've said it before. The the guy would even lose his job. You still need him back there to call plays at the do. plate and to relay yes. uh, what his ball strike. So it's just at least you get the calls right there. So I'm getting rid of that. Already told you what I would do as far as the uh, draft is concerned. I like the idea of getting rid of that. I'm probably making. In the wild card round two out of three rather than one game i kind of like that like too that, uh, i i agree with you because one yeah. game it's just kind of like boom anything make it two you won two that's fair i i'm with you on that i i, I know why people like the instant wild card one i agree i think it should be two you play all those damn yeah, think, games think, anyway yeah. like what's an extra game <laughs> who cares yeah I, I think it has to i think it has to be two right you're right you're already playing forever now you're going into <laughs> november anyway now you're worried about yeah, it yeah, I, I know. maybe Ooh. stop taking the edge <laughs> Maybe stop taking the extra TV days off, okay? Yes. I think if you want to shorten the season some, one thing I'd be up, I think uh, each team should have to play a certain amount of doubleheaders. If you want, you want to make it two different gates, that's fine. But play, let's say, seven doubleheaders during the season. Schedule doubleheaders, split doubleheaders, and therefore you short the season by a week. Right? Then you don't have to worry about playing into November here. Uh, I think that's something that needs to be talked about a little bit. Start with the free agency being tied to the draft, where Keiko and Kimball sort of yeah. get screwed because no one wants to sign them and because you're going to lose that draft. But the qualifying offer makes you – no, get rid of that. The free agency and the draft should have nothing to do with each other. They're two I agree. separate entities. And Josh and Donaldson was God. talking about that too, right? They they asked him because they were talking about, uh, you know, even though they picked up Keuchel, he's like, this is embarrassing. You saw the story too, George. He's like, how the hell do like two of these arms? I know, you know, we, we all know how good these guys are and, and they're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And a lot of it has to do with the draft and exactly what you said. He's like, come on. And he said, that's just a bad sign for baseball. Like two guys like that, that people actually know of the game and look how long they wait to get signed. That's not a good sign for the future. No, it's bad. It's just bad. Listen, free agency and draft should have nothing to do with each other. And I understand the Major League Baseball draft will never be like the other leagues. You know, there's too many rounds, too many players that no one's ever heard of. But allow draft pick trading. Think about it. If you yes. allow, oh my God, the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates traded their yeah. first round pick today for you know I don't like know the NFL. Darren People Judge. go wild. People right. go wild. They allow get more excitement it. into it. People exactly. will watch. They'll they'll watch it. They'll pay more attention. Why hasn't baseball figured this out? Yeah, we, we, when, when you, you might get uh, brand names involved, it'll never be like the NFL draft. It, it never will be like the NFL draft. Nothing will be. But you'll have it more publicized. People more interested in it because, oh, wow, this team traded their second-round pick for a player we've heard of. You know, it'll be more interesting. You know, so I don't know. What to say. Baseball, is, sometimes they're so stuck. And it's been going on for 100 years like that. That doesn't mean it's right. Okay, it just means it's old. That's all it means. I think there's so many ways to uh, bring it up. Everybody, the NFL is not perfect and everything, but there's a reason. The NFL is, you know, 365 days a year. We're always talking about it because there's yeah. always something up in the NFL. And the even, draft is a season yeah. in itself. It is. It is. And, and look at the NBA. The, I, I look at both examples. I look at the NBA as one of those things like, and, and you know you're big when, you're still leading. You're still leading sportscasts in off seasons. You still have news that'll be the top of the th- you know. And baseball's rocking and rolling, and they're still kind of like you know, bring out the highlight pack kind of in the middle. It's one of those things. Like I'm watching N- N- NBA. They they make it a show. Like look what happened for the top pick with the draft lottery and the cards and ooh, you know, they have it during the game. Even the NHL's kind of figured it out a little bit. Like the MLB draft. It's not even coinciding really with the sports or the games, George. Like it's kind of on a random night, you know. Okay, we do it here, boom, and then the other the other rounds are kind of you, you know what I'm saying. Like the, even the NHL draft will be you, you could look at it and go, okay, I'm watching it. Like the MLB for TV has the worst draft hands down out of the big four sports. It's not even comparable. It's it's not even close. Yeah, I mean you mentioned NFL. We it's know like the NFL is great. NHL and NBA. 
they're going to be. We know when these drafts are for the NHL and NBA because we yeah. know there'll be moves made, there'll be trades made. We love trades. Everybody loves trades. But MLB guys in your league, your buddy in your league, yeah, he's a right. trade. Yeah, he's Jones. Oh, right he's, he's, he's going to give you a call. He's nuts. He's absolutely. Uh, that's Ian Khan, by the way. For he's Khan. He's, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. Yeah. The wrath of Khan, baby. The wrath of Khan. Yeah, Khan's good. I like guys like that. You got He's got a quick finger. Hey, you can say what you want. I'd rather have guys in the league like that to keep it interesting than nobody. That everyone sits on their ass and does nothing. Right? At least the guy spices it up. Absolutely. Listen, you want guys who are interested in the league, right? Who are active players. You don't have to say yes to him. He's been offering me probably. Eight trades this year. I've only done one. You know, we work we work the trade out. It just you know it goes back and forth. But I like somebody who at least makes you offers. How many offers do you make in a league where you don't even hear back from the person? Oh yeah, I, know. I, I don't even hear. I know. You know, yeah, listen, you don't want to, you can tell me screw you. Crickets. Tell you're in, you know it's a rip of screw you. Yeah. So you hear nothing. I don't know if you if you got my email. Did you get yeah. my text? Do you yeah. hate me? I mean, do, are you interested? Are you not interested? Emoji. Let me know because I'm not a tumbleweed. Right, I'm not a badger. Right, if I offer Cam Stewart a deal and Cam yeah. goes, no, nah, I'm not interested. I don't need that. All right, yeah. done. But if Cam doesn't answer me at all, well, well yeah. is Cam yeah, like, what's wrong? Yeah, yeah. Is he not? Are we not friends? Right. What's just, going just on tell here? me. Yeah, I, I text you right, back. George, I, you know? George, come on. We work together. Stop fleecing me. No, no no dice. Right, you're an and ass. I get back to you. You know, we all... <laughs> so I, I hate that. I say, if you don't yeah. want to do a deal, let me know. Do you want to, do you want to haggle? Do you want to negotiate? What do you need? Talk to me. You know, it, it gets frustrating in these leagues. You know what it, it is because everyone's afraid of guys like you and I. They're afraid because they weren't smart enough to ask us before the trade yeah. that we're, we're not going to kill them. What you're in, yeah. you made that deal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Who are you, you smoking? I'm afraid of you, and I'm glad. I'm glad in my baseball stuff. Like I have a partner because I'm busy doing doing other things. Like uh, he's like George Kurtz. He's smart. He's the brains behind the operation. Hey, George, I got uh, updated Cy Young odds. Odds. We can go through some guys right there. We'll talk a little NASCAR with Sean Michigan this week, uh, and a casino sponsors it. NHL Stanley Cup Final. A whole lot more betting, betting, bet, 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 bet and DFS coming back after a short break. Stuart and Kurtz. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Sunday, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz and Sean Engel. It's the weekend fantasy update here for a Sunday. Hope you're up feeling good. We'll get you our betting lines, best bets, and uh, baseball went pretty good yesterday. Can't complain. We hit a couple dogs, hit a couple overs, Tampa Bay won. One game we did uh, lose, though, Georgia, it's never a perfect card. We were talking about the over in Cincinnati, but Nick Pavetta put that fire out. Nice performance by Pavetta. Uh, He actually got things uh, done for Philadelphia. One of the surprising things, uh, first complete game of the season, uh, good for his owners and uh, good for the Philadelphia Phillies. That's a very nice sign for them. Yeah, they certainly need that, right? They uh, tend to be, I was going to say, more consistent. How about just good or decent? Yeah. They need uh, more than just consistent at yeah. him. So uh, didn't didn't see that coming yesterday. Absolutely not. So hopefully he figures it out or he has figured it out. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, yeah, that didn't go. I, don't, I didn't want to do well on the Atlanta-Miami uh, one either. Those are the, uh, I think it was my two losses yesterday. It's a hard so, board. Uh, maybe you I'll can't go perfect. You can't go perfect. Baseball's tough. No. And it's one of those ones where you and a dog, dogs are coming in, but it's one, one of those things that like you can't come up to me and say that day, hey, Miami's going to score 14 runs. I go, you're an idiot. But they do. Like, that's what happens. Like, it's one of those things over a long season, crazy things are going to happen. We just got to get more right than wrong. And the big dog that we took won. So I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go dog hunting again today, George. I think we'll find something. What about um, Fulte and Gossman? We talk about this. So it's that when Dallas Keuchel gets in there, one of these guys is going to have to go. I think we kind of skimmed over this yesterday, but... Uh, Gossman, a.k.a. Gascan, I think is going to be the guy that's going to be the odd man out in Atlanta. Would you, uh, you're thinking that, Georgie? Fulte's getting a little bit better where Gossman's just been uh, flammable. 
Yeah, we talked about this with Joe, Joe Galina a little bit, just a little while ago. I have to think it's uh, it's Gossman as, as well. I think Tehran has pitched well enough where he gets to stay. I don't think it'll be Frieder. It certainly won't be Soroka. He's pitched too well. Yeah, I think awesome. Gossman will be your long man. I wouldn't shock. Gossman won't be forgotten about because, once again, Soroka, Freed, they're going to want to protect these guys' innings. You know, they may skip a start here or there, that sort of game. Uh, we, we all hate that, but that's going to happen there. They're not going to let Soroka throw 200 innings, uh, or Freed for that matter. So I think that uh, would be what happened there. Gosman will get a start every now and then, but I do think Keiko, and he has to be called up by the 18th. We, you and I talked about this yesterday, right? He has to be called up by the 18th mm-hmm. according to the contract. So we're talking, that's nine days away, two more starts. It's he may close. get two starts in the minors before he gets called up. So he'll pitch twice for Gwinnett of AAA before he gets called up, and I think Gosman is the one who loses his job, assuming, of course, that there's no injury. The other option, actually, might be Fulton Avich, but I don't think they're willing to give up on him yet. I wouldn't. I, I, I think that Fulte is going to be a lot better as Gossman. We've seen that he has uh, major problems. George, it's funny. I went on to my sports book, and we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but now updated Cy Young odds and uh, crazy stuff when we're looking at the American League. We got uh, uh, Cole at plus, uh, he's very low, plus 350. Exodorizzi, we talked about. Remember before? I'm seeing like 6-1. to one. Lucas Giolito, we didn't talk about him. Great, great call, George. Uh, the DFS play that we gave, too. What a performance by Giolito again like this kid has figured it out big time he's 8 to 1 sale slipping in at 10 to 1 in the American League Barrios 11 Charlie Morton 16 but I gotta tell you something looking at that board if the White Sox were a better team I kind of want to go up to my guy and say you know what Giolito looks good to me uh, problem is 8 to 1 you're not getting any value but these guys aren't stupid he's he's damn good and he's getting better all the time what a performance last uh, last uh, yesterday against Kansas City George that was gem like he uh, that was I mean that was damn good. He really, I even I didn't realize. I knew we talked Giulio a bunch yesterday, and uh, you know he's been he's been great. I did not realize he's nine and one. I know on that team. <laughs> that's what you. That's an important thing you just said there on that yeah. team. You know that's that's not the Yankees or you know uh, Houston. You know, he, 2.28 ERA, uh, his whip is under 1-0.92, striking out well uh, over a batter in inning. I mean, he's, he's only let up 19 earned runs this season. He's been, I mean, fantastic, really good. And there shouldn't be an innings limit on him. By the way, he threw 173 uh, last year. Now, I don't know the White Sox philosophy, but generally it's 40 innings above the year before. That's 213. That should get him through the year. Yeah, that should allow him to pitch the entire season. So you're not worried about that. Uh, he's not someone, fantasy-wise, that I'm looking to get rid of, sell high. I think he is the real deal. You remember, this was a top prospect. You and I talked about this. The only reason why he lost that top prospect status is that his motion's a little funky. It's a little weird. Nationals got worried he was going to have an injury. So they changed it. When they did, all of a sudden he wasn't very good anymore. Even when they traded him to the White Sox, they, they, didn't, they were worried too. Now they're letting him go back. You know, and he's pitching great. He just looks great. I think I think it lasts. You know, could there be an injury in his future? Of course. All these pitches might get hurt. But he's, he looks great, Cam. Uh, but you're absolutely right. For him to win the Cy Young on a team that's, you know, never was really the thought this season, tough. He'll have to pitch so much better than everybody else. That's the thing. Like you look, like Verlander's five to four, so he's almost, uh, you know, it's just over even money there. Cole three to one, but we talked about Houston too. They're going to be going through, uh, you know, go to hit sleep country pretty soon with that division and just cruise all the way through. Odorizzi at six, Giolito at uh, eight. I'm kind of looking in the area of uh, what about Chris Sale at uh, like nine, ten to one, if you can find him there. This is a guy who gets the strikeouts. We have a whole second half. Like I, I think you have to attack it from who was a guy that started off at the start of the season with better odds. You're getting, be- you know what I mean. Now he's slipping a little bit, but uh, can he do enough? You think Georgia at nine or ten to one uh, to 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 get things done? I think that's looking at all the names. I think he offers very good value in comparison to the other guys. See, I wouldn't go Sale for a couple of reasons. One, his numbers aren't very good right now. He's pitching better. He looks like the Chris Sale of old now. But he's still 2-7, 3.84, one whip. The whip is fine. Uh, I think the numbers will get better. But anyone really think Sale's going to pitch the entire year again without needing an IL stint? Yeah. His history tells us no. His history tells us it's just a matter of time. Somewhere in August, he's going to need to be shut down for two weeks, three weeks. That's the way it is with, him, with the way he goes. Only threw 158 innings last year. was in the twos uh, the years after that. Uh, so I, if I'm betting on Cy Young, and I haven't, but if I am betting on Cy Young, it won't be sale. Uh, I think right now, 
I mean, you're making no money, but the smart money's on Verlander because yeah, it's name it value. He's like a horse. He's a horse going off at almost even, like just even money, right? So what do you get for a hundred dollar bet? Uh, you're getting like what, 115, 120? Like, a, yeah, like it's five, not, it's five not worth to four. It. It's horrible. That's it's that's, not worth it. But he tough. he is the, by far the favorite. Yes, it's like putting on Patriots into the Super Bowl. Right? We all oh, Patriots yeah. win the AFC East. We all know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and, and George, one of those things: a winning bet's better than a losing bet, even at five to four. Right? Well, damn <laughs> you know right. I mean? it's I'd rather wait things, my 20 bucks. That's my problem. Like, I've been in the game a long time. I've been betting since I was a kid. But sometimes I look at those big numbers and my eyes get wide. Like, I, I see free chicken wings or a big steak that's uh, unattended. You know what I mean? I just start to get absolutely wild. I start to salivate. Ooh, give me 20 to 1, maybe 30 to 1. Well, if it doesn't win, Cam, you're not going to win any money. Why don't you take somebody that's actually going to win? And sometimes uh, we, we go look for the value too much when it's not meant to be there. But other than Barrios, I can get your opinion on it. Uh, 12 to 1 I'm seeing for Barrios on my book that that that's that's a dog that you can get into but verlander is obviously the best horse in this race yeah because once again we know Hughes is going to win with division they'll have their offense back they'll win games he's going to win 18 20 games the numbers will be good <laughs> he's the easy sexy pick you know, someone else could have giolito ken and odorizzi you know and odorizzi you, you put a burial and odorizzi do they take away votes from each other yeah, that's another that's another thing. You know, so that that's a problem as well here. So uh, that that could be an issue there. Um, I, I listen. I hope Giolito pitches well. I have nothing against Verlander. I actually like him. He's one of my favorite pitches. But I would like to see somebody different win it. You know, someone like a Giolito or uh, even an Odorizzi, which is really a shock. But uh, I, in the end, like I said, if I was gonna, if I, if you were forcing me to put money down, I would yeah, probably go on Verlander just because I think it'll end up being him. It's too much name value. Yeah, updated NL too. Can you believe this, George? I'm just like shocked. Like I'm going, I'm, I'm just going on my book and like my head's spinning right now. Uh, Jin Ryu, uh, he is a fit, like you lay juice with him now. Minus 120 <laughs> to win. Okay, I know he's been on fire. Scherzer in the two hole at five to two. And we have a couple guys, Zach Davies at 10, Luis Castillo at 11 for Cincinnati. But uh, Ryu, it's still a lot of baseball left. Like, what was he at the start of the year, George? That's what I want to know because <laughs> minus 125, uh, my head's almost falling off uh, my neck here. That's unbelievable. My, you gotta, you got to lay juice with this guy. It's been astounding. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you got you had to buy in early. You're not buying in now at that price. That's just that's stupid. Yeah, I can't explain to you. I, can, like I said I can explain Giolito. I can see how that could happen. Yeah, but I can't explain to you. I can't explain Odorizzi either. You know, over there yeah. he's throwing. He's throwing about two miles harder. So where does that come from? You know, uh, yeah. So that's strange uh, about where, why these guys are all of a sudden pitching so well. Is it? It is. You know, still a small sample size. Uh, it, it, we're only two months in. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, so it, you know we could see regression happening here. I mean, you look at Ryu. 1.35 ERA. That has to come up, right? Although his ERA last year was 1.97, but pretty once dead. again, eight, 82 innings. No respect, though. He's like the Rodney Dangerfield of pitchers here. Like, that's pretty good. But his ERA is under two. And like, uh, it's, that's wild. Three, but he only threw 82 innings last year. Yeah, only threw 126 the year before. Yes. You know, that's, so that, that's what our worries are here. Where's the, uh, can, he, can he last the whole season? He's never thrown. More than 190, he threw 192 in 2013 as far as innings pitched. Other than that, it's 152, 4, 126, 82, and 80. So we have no idea if he can do this in August and September. We don't know. We just don't know. It looks great right now. Actually, it looks, it looks more than great. It looks stupendous, superb, whatever adjective you want to use here. But I don't know if he can keep it up. He realized he's only allowed a run in one of his last six starts. Think about that. I am thinking about it. It's That's just, crazy. It's stupid. I, I, I know it's, it's, it's a magic show. Like I, I, I don't even know what to think anymore, George. Like it's, it's, it's shocking. Like uh, yeah, no, you. And that's the thing. Like you, baseball. Like there, you, you talk about the best baseball minds, best fantasy guys, or whatever. You said it. Nobody's coming out. Nobody's coming out with Exoterizi and, and, and Ryu. Nobody. That's who. That's what baseball is great, though. In, in comparison to other sports, we kind of know in hockey. You know what I mean? Kucherov's gonna be there. Ovechkin's gonna be there. Crosby's gonna be there. There might be the one surprise, but in baseball, like. When it's shocking, it's truly shocking. Like you're in hockey, you're you're not going to get a guy come out of nowhere who's a complete stiff to be a scoring leader. That just doesn't happen. It's rare, right? Uh, yeah, the Ovechkin's going to win. Going to win the most goals almost every year. Oh, you know, McDavid's going to score a lot of points. Crosby, exactly. You know, and those guys, Patrick Kane. You know, it's always a great play. It's rare you get somebody who. Oh wow! 
you know, how did Brock Nelson become a 90-point scorer? We, we, we don't see that very often. You know, the baseball, it, it does have – it's a long season, though, in baseball. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I do expect some of these numbers to regress, you know, over the season. So I think that will happen here. So uh, – but right now – I mean, Scherzer is, doesn't have the wins, right? They, they can't win for him. I know he won last night, but he's had to, a tough time getting wins. Yeah. But Scherzer would be his main competition. But Ryu looks unbeatable right now. Yeah, Scherzer, Scherzer at the 5-2 to two hole, I don't think that's enough. Ryu at minus 125. But interestingly enough, look at the guys in the 10-1 to, ran, to one range and in the 18-20. and 20. You got Zach Davies at 10. You got Luis Castillo at 10. You got uh, DeGrom. You got DeGrom at 18, and you got Walker Bueller at 18, and uh, your boy Soroka's kicking in at 25 to 1 there, George. Like, I think in the National League, if you want to take a flyer more than the American League, do you think, uh, you know what I mean, if there's regression there with Scherzer 5 to 2, and you get all the, the rest of the guys, like the third and fourth place bets are 10, 10 to 1, that's pretty good numbers. Yeah, uh, those are those are nice numbers. You know, Soroka's an interesting choice because he is another guy who's pitching lights out of, of late, but my problem with him is going to be innings. I said, I, do. I already expect Gaussman, who, I, once again, I think he's going to be the player that loses his starting job to win Keiko. I think Gaussman's going to take some of his starts because they're going to want to control his innings, especially if Atlanta believes they're a playoff team. And right now they look like they are. Right? So they're going to want to be very careful with Soroka and how many innings he throws. But he did get hurt last year. You know, and he's one of their uh, prize prospects. You know, last year, looking at it now, he threw, what? Man, so many different places. 330, 55. He only threw 55 innings last year. So they're not going to let him throw 200. I don't know if they'll let him go 150. So he may only have 100 innings left or so. He's already thrown 65 this year. So I think they're going to be very careful with Soroka in the second half here. And I, listen, I think the same – I know we're talking Cy Young and Freed is not in really this conversation, but Freed has got the same problem uh, about an innings problem in August, September. I don't know how the Braves feel about this. How they, you know, Some organizations don't care. They don't believe in an innings limit, but some do. They believe in that 40 innings. You know, 40 innings is a jump from one year to the next. And Freed threw 77. He only threw 110 last year, 111 last year, which puts him in the 150, 160 range. So that's why Gosman won't be forgotten about. He will still get spot starts. He but will. I'm curious to see how the Braves are going to uh, work this. If they do believe in a limit, how are they going to work this? You know, once again, they could call on some of their minor leaguers, too. They have a very strong minor league system for pitching to uh, give these guys breaks. But that could also cost you wins. And wins could cost you the playoffs. Yeah, I think he, Soroka at twenty-five, like that's crazy. That's a, that's something to definitely target. And if that, that's a very good number, Nola at thirty. I know he has a second half, but not a good first half. He's pitching a lot better. And uh, you know, Kershaw. And, I, I just love the names. Look at all the favorites. George are in the like the twenty-five. Like Nola, Nola thirty to one. Kershaw thirty to one. Zach Greinke thirty to one. Hader forty to one. Chris Paddock forty to one. Like. Interesting stuff, and then you got Ryu up there at minus one twenty-five, and Davies Castillo at the <laughs> ten to one. Crazy times for baseball, buddy. You wouldn't, nobody, as you say, no one saw that one coming either. Well, you know, it's what makes baseball fun. You know, it, it does because you, uh, you never truly know what's going to happen. You know, so I, I think that's what makes baseball enjoyable. So uh, it, it doesn't bother me uh, that, you know, something like this might happen where you get these weird uh, guys. I, I, that's what I like, H.J. We sort of don't know what's going to happen. It's harder to figure out. So I think I think that's a good thing for the game, not a bad thing. That's why you take a couple guys, too, at the start of the year. Remember, we're going through our futures. Like, it's one of those things you almost wanted to take a flyer on a couple guys, too, because uh, these things can't happen, right, George? Like, remember we were talking about before, like, Gary Sanchez for home runs and stuff. Like, you don't have to necessarily take uh, the, the, the favorites, right? Like, even what was Gallo? I, I think he, he, he was really high up there, but there were some guys beneath him that you looked at the line and went, wow, those are really, really good numbers there for guys that can do it, and especially guys who hit in big parks that where balls are going to be flying out come summertime. Yeah. Uh, we don't know during the summer, ball flies, right? Ball travels further. I think signs will tell you it's about eight, nine feet further on most uh, fly balls. Obviously, that's going to lead to more home runs. We'll see how these teams, uh, all these pitches react to it. Plus, they get worn down. Yeah, how, how can they react to that? You know, Domingo Germain just went on the IL today for the Yankees. He's a slight, what is he, 155 pounds, something like yeah, he's, that? He's a rake. Right, he's a he's a he's a rail. He's very thin, and uh, these guys traditionally don't, you know, they don't last 
throughout the entire season. Or don't have long careers because of that. They just they're not built like Roger Clemens, these big burly guys. You know, so you wonder uh, how, how that will, uh, will affect these guys. Plus, it's a, for the all these guys, it'll be the first full season. You know, for Soroka and Freed, be the first time in a pennant race. Right, so how do they handle that? How do they handle the pressure? All this comes into play here. So uh, it's, it's it's what makes the game fun because you you truly don't know. We think we know, but generally we don't. Know. No, we don't. We don't know. We got an idea, but we don't. Hey, you're happy, George? You talk about Gardner. He he hit himself in the face with a helmet. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Six stitches. <laughs> How much of a moron are you? This will be, this will be on sports that is not top ten next yeah, Friday. Uh, oh yeah, Friday. yeah, yeah. We we have them uh, here. Here we call them the yeah, same thing. They're called misplays of the week instead of like uh, plays of the week. And uh, yeah, I got a feeling uh, your boy Gardner is going to be uh, uh, leading. He'll 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 be in he'll he'll be in the opening shots quite a bit. Unbelievable. Yeah, for those who don't know, real quick, uh, Gardner was about to have a hit yesterday. Went to the dugout, slammed his helmet against the uh, the bat rack, and a damn thing hit him right in the face. Six stitches to his bottom lip. Six stitches. Yeah, that's why hey, you get hurt when you're smashing Gatorade uh, tanks and uh, throwing helmets. It's not safe out there. We'll go through the MVP odds, a whole lot more. The baseball board, Sean's got NASCAR, and a whole lot more. Game six of the Stanley Cup Finals, too, everybody. Wow, what a Sunday. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. Weekend Fantasy Update here on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz just going through updated uh, baseball. Cy Young odds. And guys, we didn't see at the start of the year doing well and losing line value. I really wish I got on on Ryu earlier on in the in the year, George, but we didn't do that. But hey, that's life. Sometimes uh, there's so many things going on. We got futures in football. We got Stanley Cup stuff. We got everything. We, we you know, bad, 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 bad. Sometimes I can't bad, 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 bad on everything. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you, you can't knock yourself over you, man. There's no no one saw over you coming. My buddy actually is a Dodger fan. I think he just did it because he takes, like, basically both pitchers every year, so he sprinkles on Kershaw and Ryu, and he's also Asian. Yeah, you know? outside of Dodger fans or uh, Ryu family members, okay? Yeah, exactly. I'll, give the, I'll give them a uh, Asian a Dodger fans, there. friends and family discount, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we got. Yeah, no, my buddy's like, uh, he goes, I can't believe I actually did. He does, well, he does it every year. It's kind of like, you know, you do the same thing every every year, the same thing. Sooner or later, you got to hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, he's done it before with, like, uh, you know, in, in football with your team or, you know what I mean? It, it, it happens sometimes. So, yeah, more power to you. I, 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 w- I wish we had a piece of that. That, uh, I don't know, George, what do you do for uh, the MVP? It seems pretty, uh, you know, cut and dry, too. Like, the, Mike Trout, we've talked about him all the time with, with the Angels right now, getting the Barry Bonds treatment. But it'd be amazing. Like, we've talked about this so many times. But, man, imagine he actually had some, like, guys surrounding him, too. Like, I know Otani, he gets hurt all the time. But, like, some real, real quality players, what what type of team they'd be. Because this guy's like a one-man wrecking crew right now. But uh, it just seems to be the same story. Who's helping him out? This guy can help you. But, you know, the organization has to do more because uh, – I know, he's not getting any younger. Like the, I, I would like the Angels to go out and make a real splash and do, and do something to try to compete with teams like Boston and the Yankees, but uh, they don't seem to be the types. Well, it seems when they do try and make that splash, it's the wrong splash. Yeah, and, and the wrong splash, too. Exactly. Right? I mean, uh, I have a Pujols. That, that's killing them. Right, they make they make that uh, that move, and he's not the same player. Josh Hamilton, when they took him on, that what know, a disaster! Wrong, that right, was. wrong timing there. I, I don't think they, they they need they need pitching. Right, they, they need pitch. They got to find pitching here. Now they got Joe Odell, a very good minor leaguer who got hurt uh, late in spring training. Uh, he could be somebody, you know. So eventually, but they'll need a free agent or two to sign. Maybe they go big uh, against uh, Gary Cole in the offseason. Yeah, they have the money. You know, so that they could make a move here. But uh, I agree with you. As far as the baseball, I mean, to see Trout not in the playoffs year after year after year, it's uh, it's probably a little disappointing. 
you know, Trout with the best best player in the game. And you're right, he is getting the Barry Bonds treatment. I, I would never pitch to this guy. Never. You know, I'm, I'm, let, let Pujols beat me. Let Cole, Cole Calhoun beat me. He can beat me great, but I'm not letting Trout beat me. <laughs> Yeah, that's the strategy against these guys. AL MVP, Trout's uh, minus 200, so you gotta you got to lay juice with him. Is there anybody else, George, just looking at it, if people would want to buy in? Bregman, 5-1. to one. Lindor, 11-1. to one. Austin Meadows, 18-1. to one. Then you got Betts at 20. That's a good number right there. Chapman, Sanchez, and, uh, yeah, they round out uh, the, the top picks, and they're all the way down at 30-1. Uh, to one. Does anybody uh, catch your eye there? Well, you know what? If, uh, if George Springer didn't get hurt, he was certainly on path. Man, was he on path. He was having a he's very 50, good he's season. He's 55 to 1 now because of the injury. The injury the injury's probably taking him out of consideration yeah, there, but exactly. he was having a really good season there. I mean, if you look at guys who are truly off the boards here, I mean, Yohan Makata for uh, White Sox has had a nice season, but he's not going to win the MVP or anything like that's going to happen he's here. He's 40, 45 as we speak, 45 to 1. Nah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it looks good, but it's not happening, right? No, it's not. It's it's not happening. There's no way in hell it's happening. Uh, Bregman would have been a guy. You know, Rafael Devers playing really well all of a he sudden He sure now. is. He's 55 to 1. He's right at the... Within the same general, it's funny because they reposted with Springer, who's definitely not going to be there. Devers is fifty-five, and Glaber Torres is fifty-five. Yeah, uh, Devers. Devers not in the lineup today, by the way. For those uh, wondering, he's uh, they're playing. They're, Blake Snell is up off of Tampa Bay, so no Devers, no Ben Attendee, and JD Martinez is out again today as well. Uh, JD Martinez, another guy who could have been a consideration, but now he. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Joe Glean. He's a guy who's starting to annoy me because he's always out three, four days here, three, four days there. It's starting to piss me off. (laughs) No, it's starting to piss me off, too. It's funny from the same game, Snell. You know what I mean? I put him in yes. parlays. I put him in parlays this year, and uh, teams like Detroit. I'm watching like Stewart. Like the guy's a nobody. A lefty on lefty matchup. He's singling off him. Big five run inning. I'm like, you talked about it. It's, it's George Kurtz's high school team teeing off on Snell when I need these guys as a last parlay to collect like 300 bucks. I'm like, and I can't buy out of it anymore. Like I'm telling you, I, I don't know what happened with Snell, but it's crazy. He went from like top in the penthouse to the outhouse pretty quick. That's the thing about baseball. We've talked about it. Change, things change quick. In football, it's usually a slow disintegration. Like you could look at a guy like Cam Newton or somebody, his his talent level you know, over years taking the hits, you know, slowly diminishing. In baseball, it's a whole different type of bomb. It blows up real quick, George, real fast. Well, isn't can we we can track down what the problem's been? It's been that injury, the toe injury. Yep. Ever since he, uh, well, according to him, he dropped what he dropped some kind of bantam furniture on his toe. <laughs> a safe? I'm not saying it's a lie, whatever it is. Yeah, what does he have? Does he have a safe in there? I got to take off my jewelry before I go in the, uh, the shop, injuries, These injuries sound like BS to me. Right, I always, I always I mean, assume they're lying. Even Corain has to, what, a massage? I've had a massage before. Nobody's hurting me. The only time you're going to get hurt on the massage table is because I got a little bit of back hair before I go on vacation. And when they give you the old, uh, you know, the old 40-year-old virgin treatment there, and they're ripping, like, ripping it out, and you see blood. I remember, George, I went to get my back uh, back uh, trimmed up a little bit. Uh, it's it's more golden bear, so it's not that bad. But I was younger. My girlfriend's like, yeah, you know, why don't you just trim it up uh, before we go uh, hit the Caribbean? This Russian lady, and all, and all she goes, oh, my God, sir, you're bleeding. You're bleeding. Like, my skin was so sensitive, like, they couldn't do me anymore. I'm walking out with, like, patches on my back. I'm bleeding after trying to get my fur uh Taken off. Anyway, that's an- wow, another. Wow, that's a first. <laughs> Hope you're only wearing a white shirt. Yeah, that's right. I know black shirt. Anyway, yeah. So don't go to those ladies. Uh, you need a tan for that stuff. But yeah, it's cra- these baseball injuries. Uh, a lot of them just sound like total BS to me. Like these guys are great liars. Yeah. They think we're stupid too. Like we've we've heard it all. Like no, it's that well, that's what they, they actually do think we're idiots. Yeah, I you broke do. your ribs on a massage. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I mean, come on, man! Can can you be better than that? Can you think of something else? You know, I, no, I'm not. I'm not biased. I don't really don't care how he got hurt, but it's like, really, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. No, you're not breaking your ribs on a massage, okay? It's, unless you got. I guess a lot of the reason, George, is it's kind of like in your contract. You have to think about it. You can't say yes. pick up game of oh, basketball I know why with your lying. friend, or you know what I mean. I was doing this. I was out uh, playing paintball with my buddy, and I slipped down a hill. Like these are things that they're like, ooh, that sounds good. Okay, null and void contract, extra money. <laughs> We'll just scratch that one right off there. So I guess they have to be creative, but uh, they need a better creative team to come out with this stuff. Yeah, I understand why they're lying. But then again, Correa, obviously you're saying you broke your – you're only going to be out a couple of weeks. You could have told the truth anyway. What are they going to – they're not going to take away your contract. All right, you call us Correa for crying out loud. You're not some 25th man on the roster. 
So, uh, I mean, and the thing is, I wouldn't want to say that. I'd be embarrassed to say, I, yeah, I broke a rib on a massage. I, I'd have to find, you know, I, I got hit with an axe. All right? That's what I, my wife was swinging an axe and hit me with it. There's no way. <laughs> no way I'm saying I broke it with a, uh, a massage. I, I know. That, about as unmanly as you could get here. But, uh, no, I always assume they're lies. If it's not on the baseball field, I always assume these are these these lies when they are uh, the injuries. For whatever reason, you know, snow, I, I dropped a piece of, uh, you know, cement fell on my toe in the bathroom, whatever the hell it is. You know, whatever. <laughs> but I think with snow, I got, that's where you could, you could trace it back to. And it makes sense. Uh, I, I forget which uh, which foot it was on. It was either his landing foot or the one he's pushing off of. And uh, I always found it weird. He's only going to miss one start. He's got a broken toe. That don't sound yeah. right. You know, you think that's a three, four-week injury. And I don't think he's ever fully recovered. I think that's where we can trace it back to. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big problem because he's he's not been the same guy and he's costing people a lot of money if you're you're betting on this guy. So nobody other than Trout there, George. There's nobody that you take a swing at uh, at those prices. Uh, well, Bregman, about, uh, Bregman at five, Lindor at ten, Meadows at eighteen, Betts at twenty. Nobody. It's 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 Trout's uh, it's Trout's uh, MVP in the AL to lose definitely. I don't think Trout wins it though. Because I think the voters are getting tired of voting for him. I don't think he wins it. He's not having a great season. Because that's, see, that's an interesting so angle now, George. So now you're actually saying, okay, then we can we can start looking at some other guys then because there's major, major take back. The next guy on the board is almost 6-1. to one. That's pretty good if you're going from I got, a minus 200. How about Rosario on Minnesota? Minnesota's scoring 1,000 runs. You yeah, know, he's 40-1. 40-1. to, I one. Won, 40 to I won, one. Right. Woo-hoo. I think that's someone... That's the problem nice. is, so is they have, they have so many guys though uh, that once again that vote could be spread around there. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so, but Rosario's an interesting player uh, that I think I could uh, go at. I wish Gallo wouldn't have gotten a uh, wouldn't have gotten hurt. What if he has fifty home runs? I know. Yeah, you know, he had to be considered there. You know, he might hit, he still might hit fifty home runs, but the injury's going to hurt that a little bit. <laughs> after that, you look at it, uh, it gets a little little shakier after that. But I think Rosario will be a guy. I might give uh, some love to Brantley's having a good go uh, for, uh, for Houston. He's not going to overcome uh, Trout. Yeah. And that's your boy, that's the San- thing. your boy Sanchez is thirty. Buxton's thirty. That's not happening. Eh, no, that's not. Neither one's happening there. I mean, Sanchez would have to hit fifty home runs from a catcher to really be put in there. And uh, he's always going to get knocked for his defense, even though it's been much better this year. But he'll get knocked for it, so that'll hurt him. He, he's not going to do it. Uh, at least I, I'd be surprised if he did. I don't see anybody else. That's the issue here. There's nobody else that sticks out. That oh, he's is a good contender here. You know, Betts is not having a, a Betts year. Uh, ben Attendee, who I thought would be better. J.D. Martinez already hurt. Nope. You, you look yeah. at the Red Sox guys, they play in Fenway. I expect big numbers. Judge is out. Stanton's out. So they're not going to compete for it. So, uh, But I don't think it'll be Trout either. If someone would ever give me a Trout or the field, I would definitely take the field. See, that's an interesting bet. I'll look for that one, too, because you know what? There's probably some places they might, give, they might not give you the field, but they'll give you multiple guys. I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, I think they'll give you a lot of guys instead of Trout. Like, if he was minus 500, I think you'd get the field. At minus 200, I think they'd give you, like, a, a handful of guys, like, just, just a little bit below. National League, George, it's a, it's a straight-up tie right now. Looking at the betting board, we got Christian Yelich at, uh, you know, 7-5, to five, Cody Bellinger 7-5, to five, and then it goes to Nolan Arenado. I got our guy right here. What about ding, 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 Josh Bell, 11-1. to one. Sign me up. Problem is he plays for the Pirates. He's having a month. I mean, once it is Bellinger or Yelich right now, I don't think anyone's going to be able to overcome them. That's the way these two are playing. And Yelich is probably the favorite right now. But Josh Bell is having a fantastic season. I think Arenado is a distant fourth right now out of these guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Josh Bell's going to do it all year. And you may, it is the Pirates. They're not really in contention. Well, they sort of are, sort of aren't. You know, if they, if they could stay in contention, then Josh Bell would have a much better chance here. Uh, but right now, what, the Pirates, I'm looking at them here. They're in fourth place in the division. Six games out of first place. You know, they're below 500. And I think they'll get worse because they, I think they'll trade away players. And that'll probably – because I don't think Bellinger or Yellow's going to slow down all that much. So I think that'll hurt uh, Josh Bell. He'll probably finish third. Assuming he keeps it up, I think he'll finish third. I give Yelich the edge right now. And this is one where I feel pretty strongly about it. So I don't see anybody else that can really compete. I think Bell would be your, your long shot here, and I don't think he can do it. I was going to throw one at you because the team's playing a lot better. 12-1 to 1 Anthony Rizzo. 
Yeah, he's a name. Uh, I did. I did, just looked at him, and he's the Chicago Cubs. A little bit of name value there, and I think he he generally gets better as the season goes along here. So uh, I that's don't what mind I'm saying, that. George. Like that one. Like I'm just saying. I'm just throwing this out because these are going to be posted and reposted, and you know, people who listen to the show start gambling. I look at I, like I look at two names other than Yelich. I can't take Bellinger. They're in the same. They're they're co-favorites. You said I don't even think Arenado should. I think Arenado should be behind Bell at ten and and uh, Rizzo at uh, eleven or twelve. Uh, my one of my books, he's at twelve to one. I don't think Arenado should be six to one. I'd rather have Bell or Rizzo, and I think Rizzo is a good bet because you have to look at the team that he's playing for, Chicago, the second second half of the year, and they're starting to play better baseball. So that intensifies his odds. I think if you can get Rizzo at twelve to one, that is worth a bet. That's not throwing I like money that. away. I, I like that. I yeah, George, I'm, I'm thinking, buddy. I'm thinking, right? You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's going to be Yelich probably, but I'm saying we're not getting Arenado on Colorado at six to one. We're getting Anthony Rizzo on the Chicago Cubs at twelve to one. Double Arenado. That's what I'm talking about when we're, you know, if we go up to the FanDuel sports book or if you're betting online or whatever, right? I think that's uh, that looks to me value. Like I, I go, that's the guy can win. It's a good number. And you know what? You might be in this thing if the guy go, if he gets on a heater in the second half. That's somebody who can be there. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Uh, it's the same topic, but it, uh, looking at it a different way. Yep. Assuming no money involved, so there's no betting involved or anything like that, do you care in any sport, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, do you care who wins the MVP, who wins the Cy Young? Does this bother you? Do you get all upset about uh, it? No, I don't. I, I know what, George, and I, I can't lie on the show. It all comes down to I am a huge sports fan, but, like, it has to do with my bankroll and betting. Like for for Gabe, for example, he would care if Kawhi if the Raptors win the title, he doesn't get the MVP. Like put like five hundred dollars on him at MVP. I would care if they gave it to somebody else, which is not going to happen because if they win, he because of their run, he has been the best player on the best team. He will get it. So no, I really don't get upset about like MVP and stuff like that. No, I I can't get rattled. Like I've had tickets before where I thought my guy should won and he got hose due to name value but i don't really freak out about that stuff i bet more money individually on the games and on futures and especially like nfl i do more of that stuff and we'll get into it closer to the season starts and you know we'll put some money on rookie of the year and stuff like that most receiving yards most rushing yards but eh, i don't get too fired up about it yeah if there's money involved that's different but if it's just straight up i don't care i yeah, truly yeah don't. exactly like yeah you know, <laughs> i i think i think most of it's it's Bull crap anyway. You know, these writers, you never know who they're going to vote for. They have their favorites, guys they like, guys they didn't. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like know, the Jack I, Morris treatment, right? The guy was a wicked pitcher, but he rubbed media the wrong way. That's why it takes him so long getting in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, you're a writer. I, I can't imagine, George, because you're a good person. If a guy I even hated, like, say he did something to me or whatever, was really rude to me during my career, never gave me a, white, uh, a quote, I would not, I, I would try to separate my personal you know, opinions from looking at the statistics and, and what he did on the baseball diamond or whatever sport to get in there. That's the problem. A lot of people don't think like that. They're vindictive pricks. And you know what I mean? Like, I've had guys in the media. I've covered hockey for a long period of time. There was guys that are straight up rude to me. You know, Mario Lemieux was a dick to me when I met him. You know what I mean? But I know he's a great hockey player. Could have had a bad day. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do? Like, you seem like a fair guy. You'd write an article and go, you know what? The guy might have been a prick, but, you know, I'm still going to give him his, uh, his due. Yeah, I, I think I would try, but I think there was times also where it'd be close, you know. <laughs> All right, and you're gonna, you're gonna go with the yeah, guy you like, right? This guy, this guy was good to me, gave me a good interview. Yeah. You know, he was, I was easy to talk. To. This, guy, he's, this guy was a complete prick, treated me like dog crap, you know. And uh, so I, I don't like him. You know, I think that, I think that, and I, that doesn't actually bother me. It's the guys who vote for, you know, you know, some schmuck who has no business being there. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, what? How is this guy winning over this guy? Wasted you know, that's votes. Thing there. But anyway, my, my favorite all-time line, though, had to be from Verlander's, uh, what was it, uh, Kate Upton, when, yeah. uh, when Porcella won the, uh, the Cy Young over Verlander, and she tweeted out, I thought I was the only person allowed to F, and she didn't say F, she spelled <laughs> yeah, it out, yeah, yeah. I thought I was the only person allowed to F Justin Verlander. <laughs> wow! Great line, Miss Upton, great line. Yeah, you got to give her credit. Uh, she 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 was on top of it. But yeah, you're right. A lot of the time, I, I don't even think it's a fair shake. That's why 
I want to take a guy with a little bit of value, George, because sometimes the best man doesn't win in in that type of situation when we're going for the individual award. So that's kind of my take on it. Anyway, we always update the board for you guys. We love to gamble here on the show on the Weekend Fantasy Update. Baseball's right around the corner, too, George. we got early starts today. I'll get your opinion. We'll go through the baseball lines. Market Watch. Sean's got NASCAR. we got a Stanley Cup game tonight and a hell of a lot more here on the network. So, hey, it's a Weekend Fantasy Update. Stuart Kurtz and Angle. We're back after a short break.